Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. I'm your host, Ari Mizell. And my guest today is Chris Gardner, who is a business mentor and personal development coach based in the UK. Uh, Chris, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks, Harry. It's great to be here. Well, so tell me a little bit of your backstory and sort of how you got into the work that you're doing now. Sure. <clears throat> Happy to do that. Yeah. So, so uh, what I do now is work as a business, develop- a business uh, mentor and personal development coach, but I've been really in, in coaching for the whole of my professional career. Started initially qualified as a chartered accountant in the UK, so professional qualification, did the whole kind of corporate route, um, uh, got to just below the board level of a, a UK PLC, um, and then sort of decided that I didn't want to work for this um, boss anymore and started the independent route. So this was back probably about 14 years ago. I started up independently um, as initially as a, as a finance director for small businesses, and then that got me into broader um, business support because of a corporate background with, with uh, you know experience in a lot of areas. But what happened after a, cu- uh, a couple of years of doing that, it was really lucrative and really really enjoyable, very stimulating because I was working with all sorts of different industries. But a couple of years in, um, everything changed. Because my wife, um, who we'd been together since we were 16, um, uh, was diagnosed with having a brain tumour, which uh, at the time we were told was incurable. That was the case. but it, we, you know, that, So right from the start, we knew, right, well, this isn't being cured. We don't know how long um, we've got left together. And what it turned out to be was, um, was five years um, left together. And especially the final two years, were they were you know horrible and dreadful because as you can imagine with, with something affecting the brain like that it was um it takes away all your capability so she couldn't walk or talk or do anything so my role was to be her 24-hour carer which was an absolute privilege um and it was although it was terrible most times it was also really really special and really beautiful um because although she couldn't say anything um it, it was very clear how much we loved each other. And at that point, not there just then, but leading up to that point, it made me totally realise what really matters and what happens when we're working and we're setting up our own businesses and doing our own thing. There's this massive sort of hustle and chase for money and and significance. And um, when think when something like that, when you get a, a massive wake up call like that, it realize you realize that actually that's absolutely necessary. You need to have enough money, but that's not the be all end. That's not why we have our businesses. And because I've been working with small businesses for for, for many years, I could see this pattern repeating all the time that uh, people were just kind of hustling and working hard and hard and hard. So um, the when after my wife died, um, our kids at the time were, and my daughter was, I think, 13, and my son was uh, 11. And 
I had to you know return to doing the work I was doing because you know if you don't keep the, the way I'd set it up at that time was if it, if you don't keep do, keep working then of course the income starts to dry up and I'd been lucky because what I was doing was very lucrative and it, I was good at it I had the resources to be able to do all of the caring and take the time out that I wanted to which was so so important but it kind of became my mission and my purpose for my business then to help people turn their businesses into something that really serves them and is not just a money chasing uh, machine or worse a money chasing trap where they're just um, either not quite getting enough money or they have enough money but they're terrified of losing it and so I coined this um, this phrase the the busyness delusion because this is what I could see was happening all around me so that's the essence of the of the backstory well, uh, <laughs> well first of all sorry for your loss Kudos to you for being able to turn this around and, and not only overcome the experience, but also be able to help others in this way. So what does this look like in practice when you work with with them? So the, the what what I've found in the way when I'm doing, giving talks on this kind of stuff as well now, I start off by saying um, that actually if it's, usually it's a room full of business owners uh, and people who've started something themselves. And I say when you're when you've done that, when you've set up um, your own business that already makes you quite a special person because not everyone has the courage to do that to back themselves and to go for it and so when other people who haven't done that meet you and find out what you do they're really sort of they admire what you've done and they say, and you know the question they're going to ask you right they say oh so you know how's it you know how's it going how are you getting on are you busy and it's as if being busy has become a badge of honor it's like that's become the definition of success. And for all the reasons that I've just described, that it, that's not the case. And yet, without being aware of that, it is the case. And so when I'm, uh, I, I sort of open a, a, a talk or a presentation with that kind of idea, there's usually sort of sheepish looks around the room or, or you know, sm- smirks of realisation. And I say, so if the purpose of your business is not just to keep you busy, what is its purpose? Why do you have it? And it's really interesting, especially when I'm working one-to-one with people on this, because the answer nearly always goes through three phases. And the first phase um, is, I describe it as the silence phase. So, you know, why do you want your business? And then there's like a pregnant pause. And they can't answer, apart from they just can't answer why they want their business. And that phase doesn't last many seconds because it's a bit blooming embarrassing. And so um, that moves into the second phase, which is, um, I call that the money phase. So they answer, to, what do you want your business for? Well, I want it for this money. You know, I want another million in the bank or I want a certain uh, salary replacement level or whatever their, their mindset and their, their horizons are. And so that's really interesting, but that's about money. I didn't ask what, how much money you want. I asked, why do you want the business? What do you actually want? And that goes into the third stage, which is, uh, that's the negative stage where they say, well, I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want to work these hours. I don't want to work with these people. I don't want this pressure and all the, the trials and tribulations come out at that stage. You go, well, that's fine. Great. So now we're clear what you don't want, but what do you want? And so the best way I've found to help people answer this is, is a, a, a structure that I've come up with, which I call the three F's. And this is why people have businesses. I think this is my um, hypothesis anyway. So I'd say people have businesses really just for three reasons, and I call them three Fs. So it's for financial security, which is not very controversial. It's for freedom, otherwise you're going to get a job, and it's for for fulfilment. 
because that gives you purpose and meaning, which is actually one of the higher order human needs that we have. So it's financial security, freedom and fulfillment. And they come in that sequence because really what we all want is fulfillment at the end of the day, which is the way I interpret. I see a lot of people say, um, when, oh, yeah, I'm quite fulfilled. And they think fulfillment means I quite enjoy my work. And it's so much more than that. That's just, that's just a ticket to the game, just enjoying what you do. But fulfillment, deep fulfillment, for me anyway, comes from being a contribution. It means, you know, it's, some people say giving back, but basically having a cause that you're contributing to. It's like a, a mission or a purpose or whatever, you, however you want to describe it. So myself and my new partner have, um, uh, we've got a, a not-for-profit organization and, and we do that. That's our thing, but it doesn't matter what it is, as long as you've got something that kind of gives you a sense of, um, a purpose um, and it, I remember as as kids it would be like at Christmas time you know people would say oh it's, it's, it's better to give than to receive and I remember as a kid thinking no it's not no it's not but of course as you get older you get used to the idea and they actually yeah I'd far rather give and for me that's what fulfillment is really all about but that's the third F and I say you can't have that in its truest deepest fullest sense without freedom and there are, I describe six types of freedom, but the, you know, the main two are freedom of time and freedom of money, because that's if you have those things, then you're free to do the mission and the cause and all the third type of stuff. And you can't have freedom if you haven't got financial security. And by that, I don't mean wealth. I mean, you're good. You're covered. Every month, you know you've got more than you need coming in. Whereas for so many, the major, vast majority of business, small businesses, they just don't. They, they, every every month is a hustle. It's a chase. It's a worry about am I going to get enough money coming in this month? And the reason for that is because they go about it in the wrong way and they kind of dive uh, dive in. So the busyness delusion it, it looks different for each of those three stages. And at the first stage, the first F stage. Um, which is where I do the majority of my work now because this is the, where the majority of people are. Um, it's about helping them get financial security. So the problem is they, they, they dive in and they get busy and they chase um, for, for, for new leads and customers and so on um, where they're not ready to. And therefore, they make it much, much harder work than, than it needs to be because they haven't got, for example, they haven't got a clear offer. They talk about what they do instead of the problem that they solve. Um, and so it, they're just create this whirlwind of activity that feels like it should be working. It feels like they're due the rewards because, because they're just working so hard. Um, but the reality is they just don't need to work as hard as that. They just need to approach it in a much smarter way. And that's what the framework that I've got and how I work with them to, to put all that in place. So uh, when you, like what kinds of companies are you seeing this? I mean, are you seeing any sort of trends? Do you work with a particular sort of niche or subset or size of company? You know, the, the, the main the process that I guide people through is most applicable. It will work for every business, but it's most applicable for service businesses. And I describe, I think of four main categories of, um, of service business. So they are um, professional services, where they're typically charging by the hour or, you know, they've got card rates. Um, uh, business services in a more general sense and think people like business coaches and, um, and uh, design agencies and um, web companies and so on, they'll be in those 
uh, in those kind of categories. There's personal services, which will include things like PTs, but in the personal trainers and therapists and, and people like that. Um, and then there's creative services. So this would be people, I mean, it might be artists and authors, but also um, uh, it also could be graphic designers. No, but it doesn't matter whether they're business services or creative services. But really, it's anybody who's providing, um, it, 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 the way I think about it anyway, it's, it's anyone who's got a solution to someone else's problem. That's not the way they think about it to start with. They focus on what it is that they do rather than the problem they're solving. And that's one of the biggest breakthroughs they get. Yeah. I, like that, I like that a lot. Um, and, and how do you typically work with them? You have different, you know, what are your different programs? Like, what, what, what do you find the most effective? Because that sounds like, um, that sounds like a, <laughs> the, the kind of one-on-one -on -one conversation that could go very deep into somebody's psyche. Yeah, sure. Well, for, for the longest time, for years and years, I've been working with people one-to-one, um, -one, and it's really privileged. It's really beautiful work. I really enjoy it. Um, but it hasn't been scalable. Um, and also it's been um, – it, 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 it required me to work with bigger businesses because it's just not financially viable for small businesses to pay the fees that we were charging. Um, but I knew there were all of these kind of solopreneurs, one-man bands, partnerships, and so on that, that have got great potential, but just approaching things in the wrong way. So last year, I um, converted the methodology that we use into an online program. Um, and the first one, uh, and it, each one is shaped around those three Fs. So the vast majority of my uh, online client base is focused in the first F, the financial security, and it's called the financial security program. And the, the promise of the program is singular and it's really clear, which is you come into the program and you will, and, and you will achieve your financial security in six to 12 months. And if you haven't achieved it by 12 months, but you will, but if you haven't, I will continue to support you for free until you do. So everybody who comes into the program will leave with their their version of financial security and the reality is it's it's really really easy it's much more accessible than people think so yeah there's a bit of neuroscience a bit of you know brain work in there to work on beliefs to believe they can but there's they just need to put some fundamental principles in place and it's really really easy because we're not talking big money you know for some people i'm based in the uk and most of my clients are in the online program are also in the uk at the moment um and the, the, the amount that they're talking about for their financial security is it ranges from about £2,000 a month up to about £10,000 a month. And that's it, it's, it's so simple and straightforward to get that kind of level. And then you get that security every month. You know you're covered, you're good. It takes away the, the pressure. You know, I try to help people understand what, what I mean by financial security in the um, the easiest way is to understand what it's like if you haven't got it. And if you haven't got it, then like every day and every month is that slight worry, that slight sense of desperation. Um, whereas when you have got it, you just know that you're covered. There's a, uh, Somebody put it very nicely once, which is um, money is like sex. Right? It's, it's no big deal until you're not getting any. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you haven't got financial security. So what's the biggest challenge in your business now? Um, the, uh, that's a really interesting question because I've practiced what I, pe what I preach. It's it took me a long time to actually nail the core message, um, which is 
uh, for me now, it's about understanding that you are, the problem is, is described within the busyness delusion, and there are these three Fs concept, and therefore we have the solution to do that. Um, so with all of those in place, now my uh, the next challenge for me is, is scaling up internationally. Um, the, the platform will be Facebook ads, um, but it's about getting you know, the, the infrastructure in place to, to support that, you know, which will be in the next two months, I think. And, and sorry, if you don't mind, just a little more detail on that, because it's just always interesting to me. So, like, what what is that going to look like for, I mean, you know, where's the business at? Mm. No, it's okay. The um, So, there's, uh, I've got the, it, uh, the a, a classic kind of membership. Uh, so, the website is based around, I've got a, a membership website. There's a training portal. Um, and so, the programs are, the content is delivered by um, uh, online video. Um, there's a, a private Facebook group for active members of each program. Um, and also I do a couple of times a week, I do Zoom calls um, where people can dial in if they want any particular one-to-one support. And all of that, I think, is very scalable to a quite a large number of members of each program. So that in itself, so the delivery mechanism is already in place for scale. Um, and so the uh, where I want to take it for um, to scale up and bring more and more people into the programs um is just uh reach so it's about getting um i'm working with somebody at the moment on um, the facebook side of things uh to get better targeting we're focusing initially on the uk and then we'll be taking it into america and australia um but what uh so good targeting of that and getting all those metrics in place so we're not uh, you know i'm not lined up and, and um a big player in facebook yet and it's that bit that we need to um accelerate yeah for sure. So the last question I always like to ask on these interviews are, is uh, what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? You can interpret that however you like. Yeah. Um, well, given everything I've said, I think to, to, to have a consistent message on that, the three things to be really effective are to be clear on the three Fs and where you are. So have you got financial security? And if you haven't got financial security, uh, what is it that you want to, what's what's holding you back if you've got a clear, now we've got, you know, I've got the program around that, but have you got a clear offer? Have you got a clear way of describing that and, and, and attracting people and converting people? So to be really effective, make sure you're clear if you've got your financial security. If, if, you have, um, if you're there, have you got freedom? Have you got the six types of freedom, but especially if you've got freedom of time and freedom of money? And so for the, um, the second F, your system array of the uh, OAO, um, have you got the organization behind it, uh, the team structure, your vision and values. And the third element to be super effective is um, to have your purpose, your mission, your reason, because money and to chase of money for its own sake is not the reason. So make sure you've got some, some other reason why you're getting up in the morning and why you're inspired to do yeah, the work you uh, do. That was So that was one, right? I, I was answering that as three so be, so it, it, it's one oh, for each nice. of three yeah yeah okay fair enough i, I like that mm-hmm. well uh chris i mean thank you how can people find out more about you and and get unbusy well the um i've just written uh a, a book which is being um released 18th of june um it's called the busyness delusion uh, and so you can find that information on thebusynessdelusion.com uh, my um, business with the programs in is called Strategic Mentors, and that's a, a UK domain, so it's a strategicmentors.co.uk, and you can find more there, and you can find me on Facebook at Strategic Mentors.
Awesome. Well, thank you, Chris. That was that was great. I, I hope that people really learn from that and, and take it to heart. Thanks, Zoe. Great to speak to you. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. If you'd like to get more done in less time, join our exclusive community of entrepreneurs and visionaries, the Less Doing Labs. It's free and just for you. Go to lessdoinglabs.com slash more done.